Hey folks, welcome into Pro Football Ireland on this Monday morning, Monday morning football from the Woolshed in Dublin. It's lovely and warm in here in a good way. Uh, Michaela, look, first off, uh, great to see you again and happy football. We're presented by Eden Sport, the official betting partner of the NFL in Ireland and in the UK as well. And um, here, great to have football back for a start, yeah? Yeah, it was kind of a weird Sunday, wasn't it? There was kind of some unexpected um, upsets, you know, kind of some get some um, people and teams didn't play as well as they should have. Yeah. Um, so I think it was a surprising one. I, I think a lot of stuff happened that we didn't expect. It was, it, I, th I think you've hit the nail on the head there. It was a strange Sunday in the sense of it just... It felt like it took a little while to get going for a lot of the games, but at the same time, it was an enjoyable Sunday. You know, it was one of those ones where it just felt like at the start of every season, regardless if it's soccer, if it's Gaelic, if it's American football, it's always a wee, it's always a wee bit rusty, but it's definitely got into it by the end of it. Yeah. I guess, and um, I think we need it. We, we, we have to start off with obviously one of the biggest storylines of the day, and that is the um, the victory of the, the Niners against the Steelers for a yeah. start off. You know, before we talk about the Steelers, you know, Rock Purdy in the first half, 14 to 21, 154 passing yards, two touchdowns, perfection almost. And he just before we even talk about the players, he looked so comfortable in the ball. And for a guy that had a really, really, what could have been a career to find an injury, he has come back. And obviously, there's a long way to go in the season. Touch wood for him, he'll be okay. But he's come back and he looks so calm on the ball. And the Browns fans in the background. I say the Browns fans have been. What, what do you, what, what, what do you think of Brock Purdy? I top, top Brock. Go for it, go for it. It's fine, it's fine. Um, uh, top Brock was very. I'm so impressed at how he played in the pocket. You know, he stayed calm through kind of everything really, yeah. and it's kind of like here's a guy that who went last in the draft and I think a lot of teams would take him at their quarterback than some of their starters. I just he's just unbelievable. He played better than a lot of big quarterbacks today. I you know Joe Burrow didn't play his best. Brock Purdy definitely played a hundred times better than him, Kirk Cousins, you know, a lot of the guys. So if I was the 49ers, he's the only one that kind of lived up to the hype this weekend so far. And hopefully everybody can hear us. It's, it's look, it's it's electric in the wall shed. Yeah. There was the Rugby World Cup on earlier on. South Africa was here, but it's it's full to the brim for the NFL now. And it's look, it's great to see. If we, if we walk away for a wee second, you can literally see all the fans here. So it's 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 pretty awesome. It's pretty cool to see. You've hit the nail on the head again there. Like look, Perry looked fantastic. Brandon Ayuk had an unbelievable first half, two yeah. touchdowns, and you think this like we'll talk about the Cedars generally, but Cedars get back into the game at the end of at the end of the first half. And then Christian McCaffrey, 65-yard touchdown run. And it looked, there's no harm in saying it, game over. Game yeah. over immediately, and it completely shifted the game. But I think it's a testament to how good the Niners were. Yeah. Because that Steelers defense is a great defense. Yeah. And, they, and they ran around them with it. And I do think that Kenny Pickett during the offseason... He did have some great connections in preseason with his wide receivers. And I do think that's going to continue on into the rest of the season. I just think for their first game, they were up against 
a tough team in the 49ers. You know, the 49ers will probably go to the NFC Championship game with the Eagles. Oh, oh. So, you know, like, it, it, I, if I was a Cedars fan, I wouldn't be upset because, you know, I know they didn't do a lot of things, but, you know, a lot of teams are rusty at the start of the season. Look at the Bengals. They didn't play well at all today, and they're probably, I'd have them as Super Bowl champions. So, you know, I wouldn't be upset, but they were up against one of the best teams in the league. So, you know, I do think there is good things coming for the Cedars. I think I think for both teams, you know, like obviously the future's bright for the Niners and what they've done. And they'll, as you said, they'll want to push on. The biggest question mark for me uh, will be how far can the Niners go down the stretch this season with with injuries, with fitness. But that's look, that's a cop out because that's 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 what every team and every team has that issue. And um, just looking at the Steelers very quickly, we've seen our good friends, the goats, Phoebe Schechter was speaking to Art Rooney the second pre-game on Sky Sports, not to go into massive detail because I feel like we've. We've harped on about it for years now, but a, a serious, serious testament to the work being done by the Steelers on Sky Sports. Um, Steelers alumni, Steelers legends, not only talking about a watch party that we were meant to promote on this podcast tonight, but it's sold out already. 450 people plus, yeah. don't know if I can say that, going to Croke Park in the Hilgen Suite on November the 19th. That is unbelievable. But... It shows you the real commitment by not just the Irish market, but by, but by the, like, look, London get it. London get the fact that we deserve a game. We deserve added coverage. And I think tonight was the start of something very, very special in Sky. And it was great coverage as well. Yeah. I think we deserve day a game for a lot of reasons. It's, as you can see here tonight, there's loads of fans on the island, on the island of Ireland. You know, you sell out a crow park, watch party. You know, there's all, this place is always packed out when the NFL is on. And I just think the connection that Ireland has with America, you know, yeah. we're kind of like cousins in a sense of we, we have the strongest connection, one of the strongest connections between different countries. So I think it just makes sense for the NFL to look into hosting the game here. You saw the amount of Americans that came over for the college game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and like, even, like, I think there'd be so many domestic European bands that want to go to it. But yeah, you got the Americans as well. And look, we're a while off that yet. I'd yeah. say we're a few seasons off it. And like, I certainly, I can't speak for a team, but I, I, I share your enthusiasm, yeah. which is great. Yeah. I will all be there smiling if it ever happens. Uh, look, let's talk about my first off. I've done a bet for, i done like a betting video for you, idiot. And I yeah. said, oh, Vikings minus five and a half. Oh my God. Like the Bucks to go into Minnesota. And look, we, we can talk about Baker. I mean, Baker was not, like it, the, so the game's over. So B- Baker was not like fantastic, but the Bucks, the Bucks get the job done. As Zach Ertz walks past us, yeah. um, three key takeaways for the Bucks defense in the first half. Uh, rookie, undrafted rookie Christian Eisen had a big play in his NFL debut, and that's exactly what the Bucks need. Post Tom Brady era, they're going to be relying this year on their defense, obviously, and trying to make big plays. And I guess even if Baker Mayfield is not the product that we thought he would be coming out of the draft. If he can utilize Mike Evans and utilize the offense, they can have a decent enough season. That's yeah. a big upset win for them today and a positive one. Yeah, um, you know, everyone knows I'm a big Baker Mayfield fan. I always kind of stick up for him and think that he's got a good couple of chances in him. But even I thought the Vikings were going to beat them today. I yeah. just thought they had, you know, they have Cousins, they have the best wide receiver in the league with Jefferson. You know, I know with the Buccaneers have Mike Evans, but if you were to compare Cousins and Baker Mayfield, you're going to pick Cousins all day long. And I was actually very happily impressed with Mayfield. He played very well. You know, there was a few times he kind of just 
didn't get the ball moving, but in the end, he got the win. You know, he was celebrating with the guys. He got a couple of touchdowns. Yeah. So, you know, I think if he can keep that up and he can keep the consistency up, he can show everybody that he deserves to be a starter in the league. Absolutely. Uh, disappointing for, very disappointing for Vikings fans. A lot of negativity from analysts saying that the Vikings were going to go downhill this year. I certainly thought that they would make a run at the, at the NFC North. They still could. It's week one. But not a great start home opener as the Browns fans start screaming again. Not a great start from them at all. And, you know, Cousins is going to have to pick himself up. But we've seen year on year he can do that. But this is a huge year for him. It feels like the end of an era after this year. Can he pick it up against the question? Alexander Madison had a decent game for them. It's a big week for them next week going into the week two. With the Vikings? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I couldn't hear you over the Browns. Oh, you're grand. It's, no. it's, it's loud. No, it is, it is a big game next week for the Vikings. You know, I think a few people have them going to the Super Bowl. I think you know, there was, was it wasn't Jason. I think it was Connor who said they have a chance this yeah. year. No, I do think they do. I think the Buccaneers were one of those teams that were just kind of like, you're either, you know, there weren't a definite win. You know, I think the people thought the Vikings were going to go in and just bash them. But, you know, the, the Buccaneers are just kind of like you saw them last year with Tom Brady and they still weren't the best. So they were just kind of up in the air. You don't know how they're going to play. So, you know, I wouldn't be too upset you know, if, I, if I was a Vikings fan. Jefferson played incredible today. Unreal, but they need to beat teams like that so the time will tell. Uh, staying on the NFC North very quickly, we'll talk about the late games in our part two with Connor coming in as well. And we'll talk more about this, but amazing to see Dan Whelan play for the Packers today. He's about, from the time of recording, about 20 minutes away from making history. The first of many, it seems. I mean, Ireland playing unreal in the rugby yesterday. They're great at Gaelic. I think we'll see another one very, very soon. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we probably 100% will see one again soon, yeah. Big, big moment. Uh, very, 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 very best luck to Dan for the season. And shout out to his family. Big thanks to his mum, Anne, who sent us some lovely pictures. So I say they're very, very proud parents and family today. Uh, Jags Colts was an interesting game. I was getting a lot of hate from the Jags on social media earlier on. So that picks graphic that Mark made, like Jag tag coming to going, Michael, really? Really? But Anthony Richardson, like, first off, the first half, 11 15, no picks, 100 yards passing, six cars, 25 yards, touchdown. He then goes into the second half, another one. He's the first quarterback, copy and paste mode, since 1970 to record both a passing and rushing touchdown in week one. Uh, join in Archie Manning, Cam Newton, among many others. Decent debut, but uh, didn't work out for him. The Jags won the game 30 to 21. Jaguars look good, but like first off, the Colts, there's still promising signs there in that division because look, Tennessee, I feel like the Colts could make a run if, if Richardson, but even if this season is a test for him, decent start so far. Yeah, I don't think anyone has any expectations for the Colts coming into this season. Um, I, I didn't think they'd beat the Jacksonville Jaguars today, and they didn't, but, you know, they did put it up to them, you know, and Richardson had a, a, a brilliant start yeah, to his start. NFL career. You know, he had two rushing touchdowns to start the game off. It makes you think, though, like, imagine they had Jonathan Taylor as well, like, today. They would have won the game. But maybe, you know, Jonathan Taylor could look at this game and be like, okay, we're, we're a decent team, you know. So, you know, we could play well this season, so I won't be surprised if he kind of put change his mind because he adds a quarterback there now you know everything's not going to rely on him he's a rushing quarterback it'd be interesting to see how he passes but I'd be happy as a Colts fan seeing that I know they lost but you know Jacksonville are, are a threat now they're always going to kind of be fighting for a playoff spot and Trevor Lawrence is still supposed to be this next 
Peyton Manning, and I think he has to, he's got to probably live up to it this season. He'll play really well. But, you know, you couldn't ask for a better debut except for a win for Richardson. Well, Trevor Lawrence looked, we're talking about Brock Purdy looking clean, calm, collected. Mm. Trevor Lawrence and some of the throws that he made in that yeah. game, dimes, yeah. dimes. But it was a combination of that and it was the performance of Calvin Ridley. Obviously, Calvin Ridley coming back from a long absence. You know, we'll talk about Deshaun Watson in a minute, but whenever Deshaun Watson came back, he did not look fresh at all. He looked really... People. Unconfident. Yeah. Calvin Ridley today was like a man possessed. And in the first half alone, he had 92 yards, one touchdown. I think one of the passes he literally fired on the, nearly into the crowd. The Jags have went to a different level. And yes, people have talked about them in the offseason. But my God, they showed up for real today. Exciting team that we're going to see in London twice. I know you're going to try and get over to the States as well. Great team to watch, and they've proved so many people wrong, and Lawrence now has his third year, his second year with proper head coach. I can't wait to see it. No, and, he, and they have another. He has Etienne, he has Ridley, and he has other receivers there. Yeah, Ridley as well, yeah. Christian Kirk, who he had a great connection with last year. He's still on the team, Christian Kirk, right? It's hard to believe how good they are in offense. I'm like, they're loaded. They're really, yeah. really loaded. Uh, do you want to make a more prediction about them or say on? I think they could possibly... AFC Championship game. I think I think they'll be in the last four in the AFC. Yeah. No. I, I think. I think. If they stay healthy, they will be. I, th I think they'll be in the... I think we'll be watching them in the divisional run Sunday. Maybe in here. Yeah. Maybe we'll come back here if it's not as warm. I'm like... Christian Scott and Williamson was here two weeks ago and he was like, oh my God, I'm sweating. He was, and, yeah, and he I'm, was like geez, us right I'm, now, yeah. So, it's, it's, it's good to have a 4K camera. And I'm yeah. not... For people watching this, I'm not in the bandwagon, Colorado, but... They're 2-0. Oh. Um, yeah. Right, a couple of things for a start. We are going to talk, whenever we talk to Connor, we're going to talk about the situation in Tennessee where there was a couple of interesting calls with Mike Vrabel and that Tennessee team. We will talk about that at some point. And let's quickly look at Cincinnati against Cleveland. You were watching that a lot this, this evening. A um, couple of interesting storylines. You know, for a start off, Joe Burrow gets paid. He literally said, what, you celebrate for five minutes and you go back to it. Lovely answer, mature answer. They didn't show up. Like the, yeah. like the Bengals, it not worked. Uh, Deshaun Watson didn't have a great game. To be fair to Deshaun, the quarterback run, and the, he was pressured. His, his touchdown score was excellent. But a lot of Browns fans here, a lot of, a lot of Americans here, but a lot of Browns fans here. What, what was your thoughts on that game? Because what's, what's wrong with the Bengals? I don't know. You know, teams, every team in every sport have what I like to call bogey teams. Yeah. They're just teams they can't beat. And I don't think Joe Burrow's ever bet the Browns. Uh, it could be at least, I'm not sure, he probably bet the ones. But I, th I, th I think it is once. I think yeah. that, I'll, I'll double check that for yeah, part two. Yeah, but no, like he, that is genuinely his bogey team. He can go in and he can beat the best of the best in the home. But whatever it is with the Browns, I and mean, you can't even blame the Sean Watson. Yeah. It's because he's never beaten the Browns or Mayfield or anyone else they have except that one time, if it is one time. You know, so I don't know what it is. You know, I think I'm not going to write the Bengals off yet. So, oh, my God, they need to get that secondary in check because that was the reason. Now, I know Burrow didn't play well today. Yeah. He's had a few nice catches. But that secondary is the reason they lost that game. It was atrocious. Every throw Watson was making, his receivers were just wide open. Yeah. I, time after time, I don't know what the secondary was doing. And if I was a Bengals fan, I'd be mega, mega 
fuming. Mega, that. mega fuming. Mega, mega fuming at that secondary. Because they <laughs> they fixed their O-line this year. This should be their year. They fixed the big gaping hole that they had that couldn't protect Joe and probably the reason they lost the Super Bowl. And now they have they probably have to fix the secondary now. But I'm still going to say they'll win the Super Bowl. Woo! Even well, after today's performance. You're talking about the Bengals secondary being bad. The Vikings secondary was shocking. Yeah. Shocking. Um, a couple of things we'll talk about. Uh, Ravens beat the Texans. The biggest storyline is Dobbins could be yep. out for the season. So unlucky. But they look, they get the job done. Well, how Mark Andrews well? Which shows you how it good that offense is. It's already the start of the Ravens on their really bad history with um, injuries. That's the reason really why they probably never make it that far in the playoffs. And they've already lost their running back. Well, who, who did score for them today? We will see what happens. We will see what happens. It looks as if uh, we're just finishing off our coverage here. I will be back for part two. The Saints beat the Titans. That's like for a start off. The Jaguars and the Colts. So the Jaguars get the win. Titans lose as well. Jaguars have a massive advantage in that division. I obviously won a weekend. But look, let's, let's finish off this first part. For people wondering, Michaela, if we've got this far, it means the audio is worked, but it's <laughs> so loud in here. But this is a new Monday thing we're going to do. I think the combination of you and Clatter is excellent, so we're looking forward to it. Um, I feel, and I'm sure you'd agree, that if people are NFL fans in Ireland, they want content as quickly as possible. Yeah. They don't want it at 9 or 10 the next night. And this is why I'm buzzing to do this here. Appreciate yeah. you coming here tonight and doing this. We're going to do part two at home. Yeah. I have to go up the road and do it. But um, it's an exciting time for us to be NFL fans. It's going to be an exciting season. Um, yeah. Before we go, give me your pick for tomorrow night very quickly. Who's going to win Buffalo, New York? That's a hard one because I do, I've been saying, I've been saying that, you know, the Jets aren't probably going to go as far as everyone thinks they are. But in saying that, I do think Aaron Rodgers is kind of going to, he's going to have to show off tomorrow, all those <laughs> weapons he has. And, you know, I do think the Buffalo Bills are under a lot of pressure. You know, they haven't made it to a Super Bowl and they have McDermott. They have to Allen. happen. It has to happen. I think they're under pressure. And I do think there's a bit of friction there with Stefan Diggs, you know, kind of throwing tantrums. So I do think Rodgers will get the better of them. Um, but that, that's everyone's game of the week, probably. I have to give a massive shout-out to three lads behind us in Seahawks, Vikings and Patriots jerseys. Peter's on from Roscommon. Uh, for letting us stand here. Massive, massive thanks to the Bullshit. Yeah. Not just for tonight, but for uh, last week. Christian Scotland-Williamson, Jeff Reinbold has announced, Derry, Belfast, Dublin, Cork, Limerick. My wife's going to divorce me. <laughs> um, it's in here. It's like, there's like 10 tickets left for in here. So it's this room right behind us. It's going to be great crack. Uh, big thanks to 888. But we'll have the second half at home. And Michaela, I appreciate your time. Appreciate everybody listening. If you want to interact with us at NFL Ireland, and we will chat to you in the second part. But if you're on the video, here's Connor Mangan and Michaela recapping the second part. If you're not in the video, we'll see you in part two of Pro Football Ireland's Monday Morning Football.